0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And welcome and thank you as always for joining us. Marsha, off today, uh, just me and a couple of great guests uh, Marsha will be back with me next week, and uh, welcome and thank you for joining us. If you want to get me, you can get me at RealMarkCohen Cohen on Twitter, or Mark and Marsha at Gmail. Uh, you can get us on our Facebook page, Computer and Technology Radio, and hashtag Everything Tech Radio. And welcome, eight uh, seven seven WS Radio. If you want to call us, and uh, I'm delighted today. I, let me tell you about our first guest. Um, this you know, there's so much to tell about her. Let's see. She started her career, I think, about. Two months after she was born, I think she was starting in television, uh, and commercials. She has done movies, television, starred in Full House for eight years, uh, is an author of a book, Reshaping It All, and is apparently a social media genius. And my dear friend, and one of my favorite people in life, Candace Cameron, Cameron Bure. How are you, Candace? <laughs> Hi, Did I get that all out right? Candace Cameron Bure.
2: Yes, right. You got it right. You make me sound so much better than, you know, you can read my resume anytime.
1: You know, (laughs) you have had a phenomenal career. And and what I have to say, and and I've known Candice since she was about 13 years old, and I actually just had a chance recently to spend some time with her, two of her lovely children, who is delightful and as lovely as she is. And um, she's just, Candice is one of those people that has had a phenomenal career, has and i know you and i want to talk about it a little bit maybe later if we have time um, you had some comments about amanda bynes recently who has gone mm-hmm. through some horrible stuff and uh candace and her whole family have just not gone through any of the things that typically have happened uh lindsay lohan kind of stuff you know a uh, question for how did you do that i mean you have a grounded family you have a wonderful family how did you avoid all the problems that a lot of actresses have coming out of child tv shows
2: well, it's because I hung out at your house with your family. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> like, I pretty at much at least
2: res- once a week.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm responsible for everything that's good in your life. But go ahead. Other than that,
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you know firsthand, I have a great uh, family. My mom and dad are wonderful, and and had really good friends like Allie, your daughter, and Thank and you. hung out with families like you. And I mean, I think that's a huge it's a huge key of who you surround yourself with, and Obviously, as a as a child actor, that comes from the parents too as to what the motivation is for having your children in the business and if it's the child's desire or if it's the parents' desire. Uh, you know, for me, it was just a super happy experience. It was something I loved doing, but. When I wasn't working or going on auditions, I just came home and hung out with my friends. And it was like you have to do chores and take out the trash and um and then I would go to the mall with Allie, and And I just had a very normal teenage life, although I was working. But my parents purposefully made it that way.
1: Yeah, they, they really did a terrific job, and the whole family is like that, I have to say. And you know, some after doing all of the stuff, which you can of course continue to do. You had I think two movies this year, two yes. uh, that you've been in. Um, you got when did you start getting into social media, and and how did you start using it?
2: Well, I got into it probably five years ago. I remember one of my friends telling me um, MySpace was had gotten pretty popular at that time. And he had told me, he's like, hey, there's this new thing called Twitter, and you need to get on it. Mm-hmm. And it took me about a year to finally get an account. But I, I then understood the purpose of it, because all of social networking was very – I mean, it was new to all of us. But, um, you know, things like MySpace, they were kind of confusing at the time, and it took a lot of time to upload things and share with your fans. And I was like, I don't know if this is worth it. And once I found Twitter – I really enjoyed that uh, because it was—it's very short. Um, you know, you have 120 characters to connect with people sure. that you get to write. But it also took the pressure off trying to personally connect with every fan out there. Um, so that Twitter is the first one that really got me engaged in social media. But I think that Twitter is very specific for people. Um, if you 're an you know an entertainer an athlete or you 're promoting a business, so it, Twitter then is a very useful tool but if you 're you know just a mom that you, not even necessary, if you 're not a blogger or anything like that you 're just an everyday person twitter 's probably not the best social media app for you
1: i 've always kind of believed that also and, and even with my own tweets and I have a radio show and and such. I kind of think, okay, does anybody really care what I have to say? You know, I really, you know, okay, so I had cereal for breakfast. But, you know, if you're, if you're, as you say, a celebrity and an athlete, now those athletes and some celebrities have gotten into big trouble. I mean, you have 220,000 followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Do you, before you tweet, do you go, wait a minute, should I really say that?
2: Yes, I mean I I really do pause and think about what I'm I'm putting out there because there, I mean there and there are those moments that I I said something and I'm like, "Ah, eh, I'm going to go back and delete delete." Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not provocative in any way. I'm I'm a pretty conservative person in general, but sometimes even when you throw something out there like I'm having a rough day and you're putting a tweet out there that is in a negative light or is just complaining I mean I've gotten terrible feedback from that and it was like ah, oh, I guess then I shouldn't use Twitter ever as a platform to just vent mm-hmm. because people also don't don't they don't want to hear it Um so I've I've learned a lot about it you have you have to be careful about what you um, what you tweet and I'm I am very purposeful with most of my tweets, and then sometimes if I just think something's funny or it will engage my audience or they can relate or laugh along with me, you know, I'll put that out there as well.
1: Now, you've done, you also have a a fairly good-sized presence on Facebook as well. I mean, I know at one point you reached your maximum amount of people. So how do you handle Facebook, and do you use it? And I know part of it you use for friends. Do you Mm -hmm. use it for the public? Do you have a special page you do that? And, And how do you create things on Facebook?
2: Well, I ha- I have I have two Facebook pages. So I do have a personal page that's for family and friends. And then I have a public page which is the fan page and I manage that page myself as well. Uh and I have about 100,000 followers on that fan page. And pr- I pretty much link most of my Facebook and uh with Twitter and Instagram. Those are my three forms of media and um and but that that also goes back to my blog. I have a personal website that I do blog on as well. So those are great uh, platforms for me to to share the posts. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Facebook is still something I'm I'm personally trying to figure out in in the sense of um, you know, someone like my brother, he has he has well over half a million followers mm-hmm. on Facebook uh and I know I'm I'm kind of in these um blogging like mom blogger circles as well and they will have hundreds of thousands of followers as well and and I'm kind of trying to figure out how to utilize my Facebook page better than I have cuz you know right now Twitter's kind of my best my my best outlet I guess or the best form of social media for Mm -hmm. me and then my Instagram and Facebook is kind of the same but you know I share pictures when I'm doing a movie I like I said I share my blog posts, and then I will just occasionally um, you know update my status if I'm traveling or I'm hanging out with friends and uh, all something that I believe my fans and followers would find interesting or find relatable or find fun and I think for me what I what I enjoy sharing is just being being the real me. I'm a very open person, so I share a lot of my personal life that, you know, life isn't all glamorous. It's not all perfect. <laughs> I'm a mom. I have, I have three kids. I have a husband. It's crazy. And I think people enjoy seeing other people's reality and going, oh, I'm not the only one. They're going through the same thing.
1: And also, one of the things I love about Candace is she doesn't always post glamour shots, you know I mean i mean <laughs> no, Candace, I <laughs> she, she's beautiful, and you know ninety nine percent of her pictures are, but sometimes you just go with the geeky stuff as well and I love that
2: uh, i 'm a total geek at heart I love being a goofball, so
1: <laughs> now you also use what is it called gleek uh, what's the one you oh, do
2: geek 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 k e e k Yes, I just started that one. That is basically the video of Instagram, although Instagram has now added video to it. But uh, I find that that's even a different medium because it's a much younger generation. So most of my followers there, and again, I have uh, I think around 75,000 or 80,000 followers on Keek but they're it's a lot younger so I have a lot of teenagers pre-teens that follow me my daughter Natasha is on there as well and so we kind of, we have fun with that but it's you know we post goofy goofy videos they're pretty pointless and meaningless so I, I don't put a lot um, I don't you know put much effort into my keek it's more just me being a mom and being silly with my kids
1: and they're Uh, cute because you've posted some things on the set which is very cute
2: yeah i'll do that too if i am working i'll use i'll use keek but that that was even before instagram made videos but i have to tell you i really do prefer instagram as just a photo page um and not as much of a combination of videos and
1: Photos, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, when well, we, we're going to take a break in a bit, a little bit. But when we come back, I want to ask Candice about uh, does she, do you let your children play video games? You know, what's what's your attitude about that? You know, were you? And I'm trying to remember when you were a kid, whether you were a video game player yourself. So you know, I want to talk about that. Also, I'm pretty sure, don't you have another book coming up pretty soon? I do. You do. All right, we're going to talk <laughs> her new book. We're talking to uh, uh, Candace Cameron. Uh, Bray, who is just a delight and uh, we'll be back in just a second to talk some more. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio. We are WS Radio. We are the worldwide leader in internet talk. We'll be right back.
0: You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indesha, shipping isn't. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: And welcome back, talking to Candace Cameron Bure, who is on with us. And a couple of shout-outs, Uncle Bill and Mark Bernard uh, Valencia, who's following us, and a fan of yours, Candace uh, Karina Allen, who's following us on Twitter and listening to the show. Okay, so you've got three great kids. You've got a, a beautiful daughter who appears to be wanting to follow in your footsteps, Mm-hmm. uh singer actress so on and so forth yes yeah yeah, say yeah yeah i've seen a number of her little short clips and she's <laughs> adorable uh you got two boys who are hockey players yes yes
2: they okay. are uh
1: who uh val her husband of course a uh a very good former professional hockey player who played did he play it for the kings for a while
2: he did actually. He, his last season was with the Kings, but he technically never played a game for them. He got hurt in preseason, oh. and that was the end of his career.
1: Oh, how so. sad!
2: I know oh. <laughs> it really was. All
1: right, so you got two athletes and a uh, potential actor in there. What about video games? Did you? I, I don't remember. Did you play video games as a kid?
2: I did, and we conquered all the Super Mario Brothers, ah. and that was like, yeah. Okay. Ellie and I sat there for hours and hours conquering Super Mario Brothers 3.
1: I am pretty sure that, that <laughs> I polluted you with that because I started the you kids did. early on with, with all the video games, you know, Atari <laughs> and Coleco and all those crazy things at the time. So wh- how do you feel about letting your kids play video games, and do they?
2: They do play video games. My boys do. Natasha's not really into them. Um, We've had several different, um, you know, kinds of, I don't even know what they're called. Yeah, the
1: systems. Uh,
2: The different systems. But uh, right now they have Xbox. We have Xbox, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we have Xbox. I see, I don't even know. I think I was so, I realized as a kid how consumed I got with video games that once I stopped playing, I really have not wanted to have anything to do with it anymore. And my kids even ask me, they're like, mom, come play with me. And I, I really have this genuine resistance because I feel like I'm gonna get Sucked into it, and my I'm gonna it's gonna be so time consuming, so I almost like don't want to touch it at all, but. You know, I let them play. There are some games I've gone back and forth with, allowing them to play, um, like Modern Warfare, uh, which they love playing, and I get it. They're boys, and, <laughs> and I, you know, I want boys to be boys. I get it that boys and girls are different too with, with guns and, yep. and shooting people, and that is like a different testosterone kind of thing for a boy. <laughs> so I want to be understanding as a mom and get it, but at the same time, I, of course, have those major concerns that many of us do, regardless of, of gender, of, mm-hmm. you know, playing something that's shooting and killing people. So, um, you know, they play sports games as well, but I, I, I'm always on the fence, and I'm kind of trying to take those kinds of games away from them, and somehow they just kind of slip back in, you <laughs> know, after several months. But I limit the time on the video games, and it's usually about an hour a day, and I feel like that's That's fair. They get a chance to play what they like to, but it's not. It doesn't consume their day, and um, and it's like the first thing I take away is punishment. If they're Uh not listening to us, it's like no more video games.
1: Wait, wait, wait! They're perfect children. They couldn't possibly ever (laughs) do anything wrong, right? Of
2: course they are. Yeah. What was I thinking?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Now you have to understand. As a male, we just like blowing stuff up.
2: Right. You get it.
1: It doesn't get old. I does. You know, I'm well into adulthood, and I still enjoy blowing <laughs> stuff up. You know, so I got to say, it's not uncommon for the kids to like to do that. You uh, right. you find in social media, social media can be very intrusive, and especially when you're a celebrity like yourself. How do you balance the family and keeping the family out of that? I know, you've, you know you'll do some pictures. You talk about the Instagram mm-hmm. and other things. But, but how do you balance that as a celebrity? And for people that aren't a celebrity, how do they balance that when not getting their families involved?
2: Yeah, you know, I think I have a different perspective than a lot of other celebrities do when it comes to that. I mean, even my mom kind of cringes at, at my choices with social media when it comes to my family. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I am very public, uh, I post pictures of my kids all the time. I mean, I am smart enough not to, uh, you know, put in specific locations right. as to where we're at or where they're going to school or what, you know, street we live on, those kinds of things. But their, their faces are everywhere and my kids have some social media accounts as well and they're not all private. And that's something that we really went back and forth on. Uh, because I think that, m- that most security uh, will experts will tell you to always have private accounts for your children, which right. I completely agree. But there's this different dynamic that comes in with my family because of who I am, and my children get so many requests and response on, uh, say, Instagram. Mm-hmm. That um, and and that to me is more of a, uh, um, you know, I guess a platform that. They enjoy sharing beyond just their friends, whereas Facebook, to me, that is specific to friends only because there's more information given out. But something like pictures on Instagram, um, you know, we've decided to allow their accounts to be public on that. But with that, I've had many discussions with my children, and we've talked about their being given the opportunity to have a platform with some with other followers and kids their age and or maybe even adults that follow them, um, that they can set an example. They can be a good and positive influence and they, you know, they have something to really give back and to allow them the opportunity to utilize that well. If they make a few mistakes, I mean, there's always room for grace after you know over a few. If there's some bad choices being made um, in what they post or a comment here or there, but you know, I, I've got my limit. If 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 you know three come along that are consistent, it's like, hey, this account is pulled, and now you don't have that opportunity anymore. So I see it more of um, a, a, a growth opportunity for my kids to allow that thing to be public for them and see what they do with it and the responsibility it
1: gives them. I think it's a great idea and I I personally don't use Instagram because there's too many food pictures that I figure <laughs> yeah. I'll gain like 300 pounds if I keep looking at the food pictures on there. So, <laughs> right. uh, all right, A couple other things before we, we run out of time. Tell us your last book which is called Reshaping It All which was a New York Times bestseller was about yes. what?
2: That was about it was about uh, food and faith. It was putting really putting your faith into the forefront of your relationship with food. Um, I struggled with food more in my my later teen years, early 20s, with an emotional relationship with food, I'm always running to food for comfort, and then being unhealthy with the food. So really, you know, my, I'm, uh, my faith is very important to me, and I found that what worked in my relationship with food was, was realizing that I needed to run to God for my comfort, not food. So it was putting those two relationships together.
1: And the new book, which will be out when?
2: The new book is out January 1st, 2014, and it is called Balancing It All. And that is, it's my personal stories of juggling purpose and priorities. And uh, it's very autobiographical, but there's a lot of teaching points that I've used, um, the examples in my life of being able to juggle um, being a, a mom, uh, a wife, a working woman, the entertainment industry, and just all the life lessons I've learned to have just normalcy and balance. It's not an easy thing for anyone, and all of our circumstances are very different and unique to each one. But you know, hopefully, people will glean some of the the lessons that I've learned um, in my life, apply them to themselves to just help them have have more balance in their life.
1: And that'll be in January of next year. Yes, yes. And tell before we go, tell tell us where people find you.
2: My website is. Candice Cameron Bure, it's B-U-R-E dot net, and then all of my my Twitter handle, my uh, Instagram handle, and key handle is Candice C Buray. So it's C-A-N-D-A-C-E C B-U-R-E, so or of course at Facebook at Candice Cameron.
1: And then uh, lastly, you have this little thing you do on as a sideline. You make some wine over there, don't you?
2: <laughs> yes. My my husband makes some wine, uh, yeah. and I just get to be the taster, which is the best part.
1: <laughs> and you brought uh, yeah. us some, and it was delightful. And where can people get the wine?
2: Well, most of it is by, uh, by mailing list, which is com, or they can visit us for a tasting in Napa Valley uh, at our tasting room, and all that information is on the website.
1: And next movie.
2: The next, my next movie is on the Hallmark Channel. It will be out. It'll it'll be airing in December. It's a Christmas movie called Let It Snow.
1: And her, her movies cute. are always fun and delight. I'm trying to convince Candace because I plan to star in the next Sharknado, as I as I told you. <laughs> uh, we had Anthony Ferrante who is the um, director, and I I plan to die in a big way on that. But Candace just <laughs> doesn't want to join me. I don't know. I,
2: my me yesterday and said sharknado was in the theater near her last night it was one maybe i I, I need to throw my name in the ring for sharknado too
1: (laughs) i'm telling you you heard it from me first so uh, i did yes you did hey candace (laughs) thank you so much as always uh for for joining me and uh we will have you again in the future i am sure and you're always a delight and love to have you on the show
2: thanks so much mark
1: take care we'll talk soon okay thanks bye-bye uh, yeah, and you can follow Candace as she said, on Twitter and all the, the multiple different places that she is, which is a, a, an amazing amount of different uh, places that Candace shows up, and she is a delight. Absolute delight. Uh, coming up next, we are going, we are to, going to, have, to have, from Acer Computer, uh, find out what a Chromebook is. I have one. I'm testing it. I actually like it a lot had no idea what it was until Marsha and I really started talking about it last week. And suddenly this week, uh, I decided, let's take a look and find out how good a Chromebook is. And then we'll have the Buy of the Week and other stuff coming up. Don't go away. You're listening to Computer and Technology Radio. We are WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
0: You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
3: Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com, that's IQ, kcom to learn more.
4: Muffin tops, love handles, spare tires, these lumps and bumps cause your belt to slide in the wrong direction, and your little black dress to be too little. No matter how hard you work at losing them, they're immune to diet and exercise. Something other than your belt has got to give. Cool sculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology is more than a ray of hope. It's a loophole in the laws of gravity. Dr. William Hymer of Hillcrest Dermatology uses this revolutionary new technology to target and freeze stubborn fat cells so your body can eliminate them naturally over just a few weeks with all without surgery or downtime. Most patients of Hillcrest Dermatology see an undeniable reduction of fat after just one CoolSculpting treatment. It's FDA cleared, safe, and totally cool. So what are you waiting for? Starting today, reclaim the real you with CoolSculpting at Hillcrest Dermatology. Call 619-299-0700 to schedule your consultation and visit us online at drheimer.com.